0: When's she going to start? <laughs> yeah, I was distracted because I realized just now that my iPad is magnetic. <laughs> Everybody else probably knew that, but me. <laughs> anyway, praise God. Well, I'm excited. Hey, are y'all ready to, we're not just here just to Amen. blow some time, are we? No. 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 We're here to, like, accomplish something. Yeah and when, and we we praise God and let's make the rest the most of the rest of our time and see what God has to say to us in the word amen i'm just going to pray real quick and father god we just love you tonight lord we want your plan for this service we thank you father for your word and that as we hear the word tonight that faith's going to rise up in us Um, about that word that we're hearing, Lord, and then we're going to be able to just grab hold of it, Father God, and and I'm just trusting tonight that by the Holy Spirit's help, that whatever is said will be an answer to someone, Lord, that's going to help us in our everyday life with you, Father God. Help us live victorious the way you want us to, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I was watching, well, I wasn't watching. I was scrolling. I don't comment on Facebook, if anybody that's on my Facebook, so if I don't like accept your friend thing or whatever. I don't even check that, so. I just snoop on everybody else. <laughs> anyway, I saw that we were supposed to be talking about prayer tonight. I said we're going to be talking about prayer. We're not talking about prayer tonight. We're not. But what we're talking about is important to prayer. It's important to prayer. We're going to be talking about faith. That's our Chris's pastor has been talking about faith on Sunday mornings and it's just that's just something that should stir something in every one of us. Yeah. Faith. Yeah. Amen. And when he was talking on Sunday, I thought, I want him to, you know, I want to give me that one. I'll take Wednesday night. I'll take Wednesday. Okay, because it's it's fun. It's fun. Amen. So we're gonna be talking about faith tonight. And the Bible says we are, we are to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. If we're to live by it, to me that says it's as important as air and food. There's basic things we need to live. Food, air, water, sleep. Other people may add a few other things. But, I mean, basically we need those things. And but. If so if we're to live by faith, that means this is our basic, fundamental necessity. Amen. Yes. Amen. Have you all ever seen Alone? Yes. Yeah, the <laughs> front two people on the front row have seen Alone. Yeah, it's it's basically you know one of those Survivor type shows, that they wear clothes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. if you've ever watched Survivor. Oh, Naked and Afraid, I'm sorry. Naked and Afraid. It was not... <laughs> the name says it itself, but... Okay, these people are wearing clothes. Okay. Uh, anyway, and they... It's, it's what it says. They're alone. They drop them in a place and they have to survive totally on their own. Okay, whoever's last man standing wins. Well, we were, we've been watching it. It's kind of addictive. And these people... I mean, it's rough. It's rough. I mean, they need food to live. And some of them aren't getting that food. And they start looking kind of scrawny, like, oh, my goodness, you're gonna, they're, they're going to have to pull them. And so if we're spo- you know, faith is our food. And we can, not anybody in here, of course, but some Christians, even ourselves, We can start looking kind of scrawny, spiritually, like they are, because we aren't living by faith. Amen? We're trying to live by everything else but faith. Amen? So that's what we're learning about. It's fundamental to our Christian life is faith. And so I'm excited to know how it works. If we're to live by it, that sounds great. The just shall live by faith. How do we do that practically? How do we how do we live by faith? Because we want to, amen. Um, but I know this: that the word works. The word of God works, and faith works. They work every single time, every single time. So, but I know you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Y'all go okay. Yeah, it yeah it works. But except that time that I tried to believe God for whatever. It, worked every, it works every time but that time or whatever. But you know what? I have an oven like you all have an oven. Unless you're living like one of those alone people. Um, and it will work every single time because it's not broken. Nothing's wrong with it. And it's going to work every single time that I use it. But I have to do something. It doesn't work on its own. So we have a part. Faith is just like that. It doesn't. It's there. It's available. But we have to do something. Amen. I so that's we need to figure out what is it that we we need to do. Amen. And what is faith? Who can tell me what faith is? It's a, yeah. Y'all are telling me the word. It's the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Um, yes. But if I if I had my if. I had a 5-year-old sitting here. I would say faith is it's basically you're believing that what God says that that's true. And you believe it's true so much though so that everything you say and how you act it, it testifies that you actually believe that word. That that's faith. It's it's believing God that what he says is true and acting on it. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we know the word, this word right here, it works. But this word does not work sitting on my coffee table. Even though there's, there's inherent power in this word. But just sitting here not used or not doing something with it, it does not, it does not work for me if, if I'm not doing something with it amen so the word has to be mixed with faith because the word plus faith we get results amen Amen. and we get a victorious life amen and uh, you know god does not make this hard for us we make it hard for us but he's such a good god that he he wants us to live victorious and then he gives us everything we need to live victorious amen 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 um romans five seventeen. you don't have to turn there but basically saying that we should rule and reign in this life not not when we go to heaven right we're going to rule and reign in this life amen amen our position is not a lowly position Our position is with Christ Jesus. If we are born again, and if there's someone in here that does not know Jesus as Savior, we can change that before the end of the service. But for those people who are trusting in Jesus as their Lord and Savior, okay, we have been seated with Him in heavenly places. We have a position with Him that's far above anything, you know, negative or down here or something the devil wants to throw at us. Amen? So we have a a seated position with him um, that we will rule and reign. And he's given us what we need. Amen. He's given us, think about it. He's given us a toolbox. Think about it like that. We've been given a toolbox. He's given us his word. He's given us his name. He's given us authority. Amen. He's given us the Holy Spirit. How about that? Amen. And he's given us faith the Bible the Bible tells us that he has given us faith That he's been given to each one of us faith Amen. I without faith you can't even be saved so you know if you're born again you know you have faith amen he's given us all of these things uh but we have to know how to use them I you know Chris has some tools sitting out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> now y'all don't want me using those tools but um, he has got some tools sitting out there. They're ours. Yeah. But they're not going to do me any good unless I actually go out there and use them. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I can, I can choose not to use a tool, yeah. even though somebody's given it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can choose not to use the Word. We can choose not to live by faith. But, but you know, and, but we blame God. We blame God for things not working out in our lives, but we're not using the tools he's given us. Amen. Yeah, so just because I have authority over the devil, which the Bible tells me I have, unless I know I have authority, unless I know how to use my authority, unless I actually do use it, I mean, it doesn't matter that I have authority. The devil can still try to run all over you because he's not fair. Right. He's not playing by any rules. Yeah. He sees how long he can get away with something he really doesn't have the authority to do. Yeah. Right. Right. Amen. Right. So we're learning to live by faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, like, I like this. We, we're not passive spectators. Where right. God's doing everything for us. Right, we we are to be active participators.
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Praise yeah. God. So here's just a few things to think about concerning faith. It's it's something that we have to develop, yeah. even though we have it. We have to develop yeah. our skill with it. Amen. And over time, we get more and more skill skillful, don't we? Yeah. And we can handle bigger things. Um, I want to say, don't wait for a situation to come along. That you know you cannot handle naturally. Right. If you wait to use your faith for a time where there's no—I mean, there's no other option, like you can't do it in your own mind. If you wait until those kind of opportunities, uh, you may your faith, that muscle, that faith muscle, may not be strong enough right. at that time. Whereas you could have been developing it. Along and then you would have had the strength, the the faith muscle strength to handle that. Amen. Um, because all you weightlifters out there, if I go and I try to bench press a hundred pounds, now just it doesn't. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. To, who thinks I can bench press a hundred pounds? <laughs> that brave person right there. But see, yeah, yeah, no. I cannot. I don't know what my weight limit would be, but it would not be 100 pounds. Is that maybe not even that much? I don't know because I don't lift weights. Okay, in fact, y'all that y'all know, I don't know. It's it's a lot for me. I'm thinking I probably couldn't do it. I mean, maybe if my life depended on it or something, I could. Or you know, the Holy Spirit, supernatural strength, come upon me. Samson strength come upon me. But naturally, no. But, so, but I, so I can't just go from nothing, not lifting anything, and then try to lift a 100-pound weight. Just Your brain tells you that doesn't happen like that. So let's, let's start where we are now. If you've used faith, not used faith, it doesn't matter. Just start where you are right now and decide from this point forward, I'm going to start using faith, and I'm going to do it with the little things. Okay. Um, how about this? Here's some. How about, <laughs> Faith goes low. I know she's about to lay something on them. Yeah. How about using your faith on obeying the word? Because that's something we know we can use. Our f- that's something we know we should be doing, right? Is obeying the word. Remember, faith is, is believing what God says. And then we act on it. Does, do we believe? Jesus, when He says that those who love Me will do My commandments, we can use our faith that that's true and start obeying that word. And how about how about walking in love? We believe the Bible when it says we need to love people. We need to love our neighbor. Amen. We we can. See what I mean? There's some things we already know just from reading the Word that we can start using faith for. I don't think we think about using our faith to obey the Word, but we can, because faith is believing what God says, and it's true, and then we act and speak according, okay? So we can use our faith on those things. So you can start right now exercising our faith, your faith on that, amen, okay, but there's a, something I want to focus on specifically tonight, and it's an exciting topic for me. Because we're not talking about any faith. We're not just talking about any old faith. Right. Yeah. We're talking about the God kind of faith. Yeah. Amen? The God kind of faith. Because there's some natural faith. Because just naturally, Miss Marilyn, if I say, I'm going to meet you at Cracker Barrel at 2 o'clock. You'd probably have faith, in my word, that I'm going to do that. All right. But, but there's a God kind of faith. And there's something supernatural about it. There's man's love, and there's God's love. And God doesn't want us operating in man's love. He wants us to operate in his love, right? So anything that's God kind is going to be supernatural. Amen. So, and don't even ask me how it works. We don't need to know how it works. Do you need to know how your car works in order to drive it? No. You just need to know how to turn the, you know, the basics of just operating it. But you don't need to know all the nitty-gritty details, you know. I don't need to. So, we just know that it's true. If it's God-kind, it's going to be supernatural. Amen. And uh, it tells us in Genesis, I thought Reverend Brett was going to, I was like, why are you going to Genesis? (laughs) <laughs> Stay away from Genesis while I'm going there. Um, <laughs> that's my message. No. Um, it tells us we're created in God's likeness and image. So a lot of the ways that he has that we're supposed to operate and live is the way he would do it. Amen. So on Sunday, we are going to go to Genesis, but not yet. On Sunday... Pastor left off in Mark 11. So let's go over there. All right. Okay, Mark 11. I'm going to read 12 through 14, then I'm going to skip to 20. Praise God. Now, Jesus is with his disciples. They had gone to Jerusalem and all that, and okay, and they are leaving. Okay, he says, now the next day, um, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. So, okay, he had a need there. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For it was not the season for figs, but now we've been, we've been taught that if it has leaves on it, right, it should have some fruit on it, okay, and so it, that tree should have had some fruit on it, okay, now he was hungry, he's like, hey, why don't you, he didn't start doing that. he was just going to take care of that fig tree, that was an unproductive fig tree, it's going to go, right, so he says, um, in response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again, and his disciples heard him say that, and that's all he did, and they went on their business, okay. But in, down in verse 20, okay, the next day, now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. And so Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes. That those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Amen. He says, have faith in God. And a more accurate translation of that would be, have the God kind of faith. Have the, yeah, have the God kind of faith. And so, what, what's the God kind of faith? The God kind of faith, it speaks. Okay? The God kind of faith has something to say. Amen. So, now, let's go back to the beginning in Genesis. Remember, we're created like him. We're created like him. And Jesus just told them right there, have the God kind of faith. Now, he wouldn't have told them something that they could not do. Because that wouldn't be just. All right? All right. Genesis 1. And I'm just going to start reading. Some of y'all have have heard me say this before, but it's good. And other people haven't. And you're going to catch on here in just a minute, okay? We're talking about the God kind of faith. Amen. All right, I'm starting in verse 2, and I'm just going to read. It says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light. That it was good. Amen? Amen. All right, let's go to verse uh, 6. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Um, And then God made the firmament and divided the waters. At the end of that, it says, And it was so. Okay, let's go to verse 8. I'm just going to kind of skip around here. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and morning were the second day. Okay, verse 9. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters of the seas. And God saw that it was good. All right? Verse 11. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the earth that yields seed and the fruit tree and all of that. the end of that it says, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and the herbs and all of that. Verse 12, it ends, and God saw that it was good. Verse 14 starts, Then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens. Mm -hmm. My stuff's going away. All right. To divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Okay? At, towards the end of verse 18, we're still talking about that, about the lights. And God saw that it was good. Are y'all catching on here? There's a, there's a there's an order that these things happened in the creation account. Verse 20 says... Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created the creatures of every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. All right, I'll end here verse 24. Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Amen. Y'all, y'all, hearing this? What what ha- what's happening here in? His account, in the God kind of faith, there's an order. There's an order to it. The first thing he does is he said something. That's the first thing he does is he said something. Amen? What was next? It was so. Did he see it next? Was, was seeing it number two? No. No. Seeing it did not come after he said it. I mean, it was so. It was so came after he said it. The last thing was he saw it. I mean, that's that's exciting. This is how God works. Okay, this is how we're to work. He he says it. That's what makes it so. It's not so because he saw it. (laughs) It sounds like a little tongue twister there. It seeing it doesn't make it so saying it makes it so amen the last thing he do he did was see it (laughs) the last thing he do (laughs) okay so it was the it was so at the saying amen Amen. before he saw anything Mm -hmm. amen now let's go back to mark 11 I, whenever I, the last time I kind of preached something like this, and I saw that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why have we never, you know, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. wasn't God said, let there be light. He saw the light, and it was so. No, no. It was so, and then he saw it. Yeah. Praise God. Okay, back to Mark 11. And we don't, I'm not going to go a long time tonight because this is like, this is something I think we just need to get. If we get this part about faith, Amen. then that's really, that's accomplishing a lot. If we get this about faith, that we, it de- it's not so when we see it. Right. If we are speaking faith-filled words, trying to remember, faith, you have to actually believe it, right? You have to actually believe it. That that's when that it becomes so. Then Amen. you may not see it naturally. Then, but that's where it, that's when it is. Yes. Amen. So back at Mark eleven, um, and y'all know my mango story. Right. Everybody does. I probably who knows my mango story. Everybody on the front row, <laughs> and a few people in the back. Okay. I won't, I won't go into st- extreme detail on this, but this is good because this is, like, practical. Y'all may think it's silly, but it's not. I had a, we had a dog. Okay, remember, we're in Mark 11. We had a dog before this generation of labs, all right? And we'd had this dog, this cute little mango. She was a yellow lab, sweet. And we'd had two of them, and we'd raised them, and she was, like, 10 years old. We had, we had already lost our other guy, our other one, like the same year, okay. And we dealt with a lot. I'm like, because that was like losing. When you lose your first dog that you've had forever, it's like, oh my! It's like somebody in your family died. Anyway, so we had Mango still, and we lived on a highway. Yeah, and one night and she was probably 10 11 you know she wasn't gonna you know just naturally labs they're not gonna live a ton of time anyway so one night we let her out to go to the bathroom she hadn't made it back for a while and it was and i opened the door and i'm like faintly i'm hearing this crying okay y'all are gonna be sad and i'm like chris go chris go out there and check something happened something's happened. Well, he comes in with mango. Okay, she had been hit by a semi. It was not like, you know, it didn't just, everything was internal, what had happened to her, you know what I mean? She, it wasn't bad. She was alive, but she had been hit by a semi, and and it's at night, You're like, and she was in so much pain. I mean, you could like, this is the sweetest dog ever. If he tried to even sit her down, I mean, like, she bit him a couple of times, like attacked his, you know, because she was in in so much pain. Yeah, and okay, so we're just, I think we called the emergency vet or whatever, and they had us just wait till morning, uh, and so we waited, and I'm like, take her in, and it was bad, okay, and he took her in. And he came back with her, and he said, yeah, because they did x-rays and stuff, that her entire, like, tailbone, hip, everything, it was just broken. And, you know, we had to make a decision because she's older. You know, we couldn't really operate on it. It was just something that it would just have to if miraculously heal up. She was not, she couldn't even stand. You know, she could not put weight on it. She couldn't do anything. She, nothing. And I'm like, I was just making a decision right there. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) She's not going out like this. She's not. She's not going out like this. And I remember Chris telling me, he's like, well, okay, I won't stand in your way. Okay, but it's, you're going to have to believe for it. I got other things you know he's got other, not that he I mean obviously he cared about mango but he's like I can't you know I, I just don't have it in me you know to believe for a dog to be miraculously healed from a semi-hit you know and I'm like okay fine I'm just okay just stay out of it then just stay out of it I got this I got this you know so I just decided we're not going to put her down we got the little kennel out. We got her set up in there. Remember, she can't do anything. Chris is having to, you know, get her out, take her, hold her while she goes to the bathroom. Right. And carrying her back and putting her back. That's, that was our life yeah. for several months. She could not. And so, you know, I wasn't there at that time. I wasn't at the place at that moment. But I just knew I could be. I knew I could be. And so what I, did, and what I did is what we need to do sometimes. And sometimes we don't just need to go immediately to praying or, or trying to do something. Immediately what we need to do sometimes is go to the Word and let the Word work in us. Let faith in that Word build up in us. Where we can use it. Because sometimes we can throw out faith words, you know, things that we've been taught and we know that we can say, and we just throw them out there, but really we're not, we don't believe yet that it's going to work in that situation. So sometimes the best thing to do is just take, take time and build it, build your faith in that word. And I didn't know, I knew a lot of faith scriptures, and I didn't know which one was going to click for me in this. And sometimes God will, He'll give you a word. He'll give you, I mean, it'll be His word, but He'll give you a word. Because there's a, a rhema word, that word that comes alive and says, that's it. That's, that's the word that I need. That's the word I can latch onto, that my faith can latch onto. And so I was reading all the different accounts where it t- says to believe God and to pray and faith and believe and all of that. And I got to this Mark 11. And so, just something stuck out. Stuck. That's not a word. It is now. It (laughs) stuck out. (laughs) Um, About this. And I'm like, okay, there's something in here. There's something in this word that's going to help me. This is going to be it. I just know this is going to be it. And I just kept reading it. And I was meditating in it. We know meditation is just not just a casual reading of it. Meditating is... You know, okay, I, I sense there's something in here that's going to be my help. And I'm going to just ponder it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to go over and over again. And something will go Something will, I will go, that's it. Okay? And that's what happened. I was just meditating on this word, and I'm, I'm just thinking about this story, um, you know, about the fig tree, that, it, it should have had fruit, it didn't. So if Something wasn't as so it it should be. It should be. Right. And, and so he cursed it. He cursed it. And, uh, and they came back the next day, and it was different, right? right. And, you know, in verse 22, when, when they say, hey, look, look what happened. In verse 22, he says, have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. And I was just sitting there thinking about that. Have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. It's the Bible tells me I can have the God kind of faith. And I got to think about, well, oh, what's the God kind of faith? And then I, you know, I'm meditating. I'm, I'm meditating on this scripture. I'm having the God kind of faith. I should have it. God says I can have it. How do I have it? What is, what is it? What's the God kind of faith? He just spoke to a fig tree. And then it clicked. It, it was like, yes. That's it. That's it. Because as I'm, say, I'm sitting here, and it says, have faith in God, have the God kind of faith. This whole account talks about him talking to this fig tree. Yeah. And God says, I can have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith speaks, yeah. Yeah. and it changes. Yeah. And I started thinking about that, and I got started thinking about that. And then it says, have, have the God kind of faith. That means me. Have a God kind of faith. And it, then it dawned on me. When I speak, things change. When I speak, things change. The God kind of faith says when you speak, things change. I latched onto that. I did and I started speaking then. I knew what to do then. I knew because there's nothing in the Bible that tells me, pray for me to heal your dog. And she will recover. There's nothing that says that. There's nothing that says that. But um, but Mango was my dog. She's under my authority. And there's nothing in the word that says I can't have my dog recover supernaturally. So I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And you know what I did? I started speaking to Mango. I started saying the power of God's working in her. Remember, she probably should have been put down. Okay? But I started speaking to her, and I'm telling you, it didn't change overnight. She didn't wake up the next day, and all mangoes bounding around the yard. That did not happen. That didn't happen. But I knew that the Word would work. And I knew I had faith in it, because you you know when you have faith in the Word that you're quoting and speaking, and you know when something may be lacking in that. Just, and if there is, don't 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 be concerned about that because God's Word's powerful. Amen. I mean, so it will affect a change. It will cause faith to come. Amen. You need to stick with it. Amen. And I did that, and and I did that for several months, guys. And Chris carrying her in and out. But y'all remember, it, it was sad. It was sad. And then... We had to go to Oklahoma for Christmas. I think it was Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas, and I'm like, well, what are we going to do? We can't, you know, we ha- we have to take her. I think we left, no, we didn't. Jackson was buried. <laughs> I think we left Jackson. No, but he, we left him there. Um, <laughs> we left him where he was. Um, <laughs> anyways, so... <laughs> to make that trip with us (laughs) i have to i don't even try god i don't even try to make it funny anyway um so we loaded her up in a kennel we're making these rest stops we're having he's having to get her out and all of that oh my gosh well we got to this one rest stop remember this has been several months we got to this one rest stop and he goes to get her out and i just saw the slightest I mean, it was slight, like where I could tell she was trying to put weight on one of her foot feet. (laughs) She was, she was trying to put weight on one of her feet. Like she didn't get up or anything, but I could just tell she was making an effort on that leg that was broken. And I'm like, did you see that? Did you see that? And he's like, I saw that, you know, and we got her out and he still had to do that. But you know what? When we got to my mom's house, there was one trip we made out, and she actually put some weight on that leg. But I want to just wanna, I make a long story short. I'm just telling you, she made a full recovery. She did. And she did it because I spoke some things. And that may be silly, but it's just, yeah, you speak, and it'll change. But you have to, you have to believe that. You have to believe that when you speak, things are going to change. Um, Proverbs eighteen twenty one. It says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue." So speaking is important. What you say is important. Um, and it says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat the fruit." I'm going to say, "You're going to eat the fruit." Of what you're saying, no matter what you're saying. Right. You're going to eat its fruit. And so you need to ask yourself, do you, you want to eat good? Yeah. Or do you want some bad fruit? Because right. you're going to eat it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Let's turn to uh, James 3. we are We're almost done here. James 3. Because we, we just don't think that it's that important. But it's important. What you say is important. Um, if we believe the Word, that's what the Word says. James 3, verse 1, well, verse 2, says, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. That means mature. Able also to bridle the whole body. Um Look at verse 4, it says, Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. So this compares our tongue like that ship's rudder. And... Your, that, that ship, whoever's on that ship, they've probably charted a course, haven't they? they it's all lined out, all planned out. Their course is charted. It, you know what? It doesn't really matter what course they chart if that rudder does something different. Yeah. It, your, your course may be charted one way, but that rudder could turn it a different way. Amen. So what what direction is your mouth taking you? Amen. Amen. And, you know, like with mango or even a ship, sometimes it takes time to to see the effect of the turn of direction. If a big ship's going this way and you have to adjust course, you may not, if you need to do a 180, that's not going to happen in a couple of seconds. But them holding that rudder back to adjust course, it will get it on course. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, number one, you've you've got to actually believe what you say. You've got to believe what you say. That's how we got saved, right? Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Because you could, you could say a lot of things, right. but if you don't really believe it, you know. Um, here's, here's a key, I think. If you constantly say things that you do not believe, or you have a habit of not keeping your word, mm-hmm. it's going to be harder for you to exercise faith right. by speaking which is required, right? Which is required to exercise faith is you have to speak in line with. But if you have a habit of saying things that you do not believe, I mean, just even light flippant things. If your speech is flooded with things that you don't really believe in your heart, when you try to speak something that you really want to exercise faith in, you're, you're not going to believe yourself. You have to believe the words that you're speaking are, that, that are coming out is going to produce something. But if you don't keep your word, yeah. there's going to be something in you that's just not going to believe what you're saying. You know, it's not going to believe. Amen. Amen. So um, you've trained yourself. We can train ourselves to not believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And if, if that's you, just make a change.
1: Yeah.
0: The Bible says to only speak truth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm not saying you can't ever make a joke or whatever, but we can't just it says to put a guard over our mouth. It's almost better to not say anything Amen. than to speak things, just you know, you just you know let it all out, everything you think, everything you want to say, everything. you know, just let it all out. Now, it'd be better just to not say a thing. Amen, Amen. Amen. you will have trouble believing the words that you speak, even if it's the word of God. If you have a habit of saying things that you don't believe or not keeping your word. Praise God. So just a little recap here. Remember, God's word plus faith. You're going to get some results. Faith is believing and then speaking and acting like it's so. Remember, you're not going to wait to see it before you believe it, you're gonna you're gonna speak it. That's that's what that's how it's so, Amen. You're gonna start calling some things that be not as though they are. Yeah. Amen. And the God kind of faith speaks and things come in line. And and I, I like it when I think when I speak. Things change. Yeah. When I speak, things change. Now, are they changing for the better? Or are they changing for the worse? Uh, that's for you to decide. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you decide. But when you, when you speak things, you set things on a course. Some of you may need to change course. And you can. You can change course. But you need, to, you need to just leave here tonight knowing, okay, what I'm saying, whatever I'm speaking is important. It's important. And so make sure that it's going to help your faith, right, and not hinder your faith. Amen. Praise God. Y'all can stand with me tonight.